What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 183. We're here on Thursday, May 14th, and uh, what are we, day, day six million? one thousand <laughs> yeah, of the quarantine. Basically. Well, if the Democrats had their way, yeah. that's what it would be, and we're going to talk about that later. But first, let's talk about the big news. Yesterday, we finally got the list of corrupt Obama administration officials that unmasked General Flynn. Um, and we talked about unmasking the other day, but basically American citizens are redacted in uh, intelligence wiretaps yeah. for civil liberty protections. Yep. But they decided that, you know, screw the Constitution. Yeah. We just want to know who's in there. Very interesting list of people, huh? Yes. So uh, Obama's chief of staff was – remember uh, that January 5th meeting? Yep. That same day, unmasked, <laughs> U.S. Ambassador uh, Samantha Power, which we knew about, seven requests. Yeah, and she seven. lied about it, by the way. She's lied. Like, she, she's yep. like, she's Under like, oath. I, yep, she's like, I never made any requests. Yes, she did, several. So. Yeah, so will she be prosecuted for perjury? Yeah. Because that's what the standard should be if yep. we're applying equal justice to all. John Brennan, of course, you know, CNN favorite, that fucking asshole, two requests. Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, three requests, and good old FBI <laughs> Director James Comey, Dirty that cop. fucking rat. He, I mean, uh, it's interesting, you know, he hasn't tweeted in a week now. No, yeah. Maybe he's in the forest John looking at the trees. John Brennan tweeted, uh, I think, last night. Yeah. Um, he should probably just get a lawyer, frankly. But the most interesting, yeah, they all should get lawyers. Yeah, should get lawyers. But the most interesting request of all was the last one listed before the Obama administration went out. January 12th, 2017. Vice President Joe Biden, which is interesting because Joe Biden three days ago lied on national television saying he didn't know anything about it. And he basically said he wasn't even in the meeting that we know he was in. What did Biden know and when did he know it? Yeah. What did Obama and Biden know? Yeah. They knew everything. Yeah. Remember the texts? Yeah. Stroke and page? The president wants to know everything. (laughs) And they're trying to say that Obama didn't know anything? Like, are you kidding me? Please, please. I mean, yesterday, just watching all the Obama bros uh, freaking the fuck out was great. Oh, my God. Yeah, Ben, um, ben Rhodes uh, was something else last night. And thank you to Rick Rennell, great patriot, yes. for finally unearthing all of this shit. You know, everyone's talked a big game, but he finally Clean came in house. there. Clean house. Clean out those cobwebs. Yeah. And from many sources, we're hearing that this is just the beginning. Yeah. So that will be very interesting to see what happens there. But let's talk about the Obama officials and Joe Biden who were caught lying about the Flynn unmasking request. So Joe Biden on Tuesday, just on Tuesday, a day before these came out, <laughs> on, uh, of course, you know, Clinton – how should I phrase it? Clinton prostitute George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> I was going to say something way worse. I was going to say cum guzzler. Um, said that he didn't know anything about the investigation into Lieutenant General Flynn. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know I, How did he not know that his name was going to be on the list yeah. that gets released less than 24 hours yeah. later? And <laughs> we knew that because of the meeting, right? But now we know he was actually one of the officials who requested an unmasking. So he flat out lied about that. And then the other one who lied, again, Samantha Power. I mean, seven unmasking requests, two in one yeah. day. Yeah. How could you need two in one day? I don't you know. You know what you're looking something, at, right? Uh, something's up. Well, this someone, was a, it was a fishing expedition to get anything on Flynn. Of course. That's what it was. Well, note that they were listening and spying on Flynn and the Trump campaign yeah. before the Kislyak call, That's which true. was mentioned as the, the nexus for this entire yes. thing. Carter but Page. How did how did they think that this was not going to be uncovered? I mean, they didn't expect to well, lose. Well, yeah, they but, expected But, to but after they win. lost, yeah. they continued to do it. Yeah. They didn't think that this was eventually going to come out. Well, that's what they thought. They thought that I honestly think that they thought that the coordinated media leaks and peddling the Russian collusion uh, mm-hmm. hoax would would damage Trump to the point where he wouldn't go any further or possibly remove him from office. They actually take that back. They tried to do that. They well, that was the Trump. goal. Yeah, that, that was, was the goal. goal. So to get him out of there. Well, and when Mueller didn't get be... him, when Mueller didn't get him, they came back with the yeah. bullshit second round. Yeah. You know, and Mueller tried, folks. His team really tried. So, oh, they they tried to put everything which, together yeah. they possibly and they, could, and, and, and they couldn't, and, and they couldn't do it. So. Which is a more, which is an even even bigger testament. Yeah. I mean, again, there's tons more evidence here that the Obama administration engaged in a corrupt spying yes. scandal than there ever was yes. for any scent of Russian collusion. Exactly. I mean, and now their fallback is, well, it's normal procedure to unmask American yeah. citizens. Well, it shouldn't well, it's be. Not. It, it, well, I mean, yeah. they do it a lot. Yeah. But it shouldn't be normal procedure. Yeah. That's what the Constitution exists for. Yeah. That's why the FISA rules are in place to begin with. Especially when it's on. 
it relates to Flynn, who was doing nothing wrong. He should be talking to the Russians. He's well, yeah, a national not, security advisor. Exactly. Not only should there be, you know, extreme uh, scrutiny with yes. doing an unmasking request on any citizen, but more so on what would be considered your political rivals. Yep. I mean, this is bigger than Watergate easily. Yeah. Obamagate. It it's is Obamagate. It's one thing if it's a bunch of randos, right? Right. They happen to want to unmask everybody who was an opponent of Mm-hmm. President Obama. So, so let's talk about right. Sally Yates because Sally Yates Sally. is an important part of this entire, uh, you know, deep state coup yeah, operation. She's a forgotten been. member. But you know, and, and then and then you have people saying, "Well, it's not a deep state coup. This is just normal." I'm like, "Well, maybe it's normal in your world, yeah. but we consider this to be yeah. a deep state coup." I uh, know when the FBI director goes off the reservation, ignores all department policy and the con- and constitutional rights to get a man mm-hmm. at all costs for doing nothing wrong because they needed something to make their FBI probe look legitimate. Uh, I think that's a problem. So now there's questions on: Did Sally Yates try to blackmail Trump? Yeah. And you wrote about this. Yeah, so it, what's it, kind of the story? Well, basically, it, it, it's an old op-ed from Paul Sperry, and he just rehashed it when this whole Flynn thing collapsed. And basically, was she the original blackmailer? Because she was the one that came to Trump and was like, you got you to get rid yeah. of this guy. Yeah. You got to get or rid else. of this guy. Or else. Yeah. In, 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 in no, you know, uncertain terms. So, you know, what, <laughs> what, what did they have in their back pocket from the beginning with? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, and the implication was that yeah. unless Trump fired Flynn, yeah. he'd pay a price. Pay a, and Sally Yates was going to be an Obama holdover because she was the deputy AG, used the deputy AG. Because around. they were holding up Sessions yeah. AG oh, nomination, yeah. well, you remember that, which folks. was totally out of the normal yeah. because they're, they're traditionally, holding up everybody, actually. traditionally, yeah. The president gets his AG, Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, yeah. the big ones the first week. Yeah. But they refused. It's usually by voice vote too. It's like right. Not, it's not even like, you know, a whole procedural mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So um, she stuck around for the meeting. And, you know, she was give, She was one of the, 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 the top officials that was reportedly given the marching orders from Obama to do uh, everything she could to protect the FBI probe. Yeah, preferably and, preventing the Trump administration from ever finding out about it, which is a tall order. But let's not <laughs> forget. Let's not forget what Devin Nunez, who was way ahead of his time here on this in 2017, yeah. early 2017, released. Remember the, the yes. big memo, yes. right? The memo that said basically this was just a big operation. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are coming behind closed doors and saying one thing, but then going on TV and driving a national narrative that's completely the opposite and a total lie. But then. They also talked about the illegalities of the unmasking, yeah, right? Yeah. So unmasking names – and this is according to Trey Gowdy. He's, the legal standard here is that unmasking names without sufficient factual and legal predicate is a serious abuse of power. But the real felony is leaking of that mass name and the dissemination of that name to the media. That's the actual felony. Um, so – Where's the leak investigation? Yeah. How are we going to find out who was the one to give this to the media? That's what I want to know. Because, yeah, there's a long list of people here. And supposedly this is only part of the list. There's more people that unmasked other parts of the Trump campaign. Yeah. But how's the leak investigation going? It's been four years. Where the fuck is Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI? What are they doing? You know, they have time to investigate Senator Burr over some stock trades, which – I will say, not a fan of what he did whatsoever. I think yeah. it's totally uh, I mean, the FBI, unethical. The FBI did raid his house. I mean, right. So they clearly have something <laughs> they're going it's, on yeah, there. It's nothing, Definitely yeah. unethical. Bunch of senators did it, including yeah. Democrat Dianne Feinstein. Yeah. So they should be taken into account for this. But yeah. that's nothing new, government officials trading on insider information. No, I mean, that's, that's just how not, it goes. No. I don't think it should be the case. But again, that's yeah. just how D.C. works. It's yeah. terrible. It's a fucking swamp. But – they have time for that. Yeah. Where's the investigation Where's the of leak? all these illegal leaks yeah. of top secret information? Why aren't they uh, – I mean uh, I mean, ha- I mean, I'm sure they have, but I think they should probably circle back to David Ignatius and Adam Atonis of the Washington Post. They were the ones that got first dibs on the whole mm-hmm. stories that, that got the Flynn entrapment plot. And going. it was published the same day that Joe yeah. Biden unmasked him. Yeah. That's odd, yeah. isn't it? And now you have this grave injustice that this deep state judge – is trying to impart upon yes. Michael Flynn. Yes. So the Department of Justice filed the motion to dismiss the charges, mm-hmm. but the judge thinks that he knows better. Yeah. So now he has essentially tried to reopen the case to add on another charge and to allow 
outside liberal legal groups to file briefs with the court yeah. in opposition of this motion. Yeah. I mean, he's, this is just totally he's unprecedented. Outs- yeah, he's basically, he's basically outsourced the the prosecution, and he has this retired judge coming in, like you said, to see, A, to fight the motion, the DOJ motion, and also to see if, if they could tack on perjury charges to Flynn. So Flynn was never charged with perjury. He was charged with lying to the FBI. Well, but now, now, you know, now they're trying to say he committed perjury. He committed perjury by lying, <laughs> by lying about, about lying about committing a crime. <laughs> what? It's out of control. I think uh, the, the the New York Sun editorial board had a, had a pretty interesting um, article yesterday that that it was all speculation, but they're like, you know what? This seems very politically calculated. It seems as if Judge Sullivan is trying to buy for time to hope that. This carries on throughout the entire election cycle that the Democrats win and then a Biden DOJ could withdraw the motion mm-hmm. to drop the case. So um, it is – it's 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 an absolute clown show what's, 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 what's going to happen because yeah. everybody every, – every vicious anti-Trumper legal mind and their mother is going to file an amicus brief and it's just going to devolve into a, an absolute – Well, I heard show. that the DOJ is going to file with uh... – an upper court to uh, stop good, it. Good. So they because, should. They should. Because guess what? Nobody, and Sean Davis of the Federalist know this, if you look at the motion, nobody, uh, the parties involved. They're not contesting. They're not contesting the, 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 the motion to drop the charges. Yeah. So there is no case. The prosecutor for this case has resigned. Mm-hmm. A, a former Mueller investigator, by the way. Yep. They're go- so there's no prosecution. There's no case. Uh, there is documented evidence of prosecutorial misconduct and overreach. Uh, Jonathan Turley, a liberal lawyer, says that Michael Flynn actually has a case to follow a malicious prosecu- uh, prosecution lawsuit against the FBI, which is incredibly hard to prove, but mm-hmm. there is documented evidence. And Judge Sullivan has a history of of really upholding Brady violations and making sure that all exculpatory evidence is included in, in, the, in all these proceedings from the prosecution. So what's – it's very um, – it's a mess. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute mess. But – at the same time, I think this judge called uh, Flynn a traitor in open court. Yeah, well, I mean, so, talk about bias. You know, I mean, I think, I mean, I mean, there you go. I mean, it is all unfortunate, but I mean, totally it's, ridiculous. It's, it's, this seems to end now. At the same time, I'm very confident that we're going to win this legal fight. We just got to go another several rounds, and guess what? At the end of the day, it is another massive in-kind contribution to the Trump 2020 reelect campaign. So bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. And uh, if you want to support General Flynn, he is hire, uh, is raising money for his legal defense fund. Yeah, it's the Mike. It's called MikeFlynnDefenseFund.org. dot And oh, I gotta, I gotta go to that. Yeah. So. He, he – I mean he has millions of dollars in legal bills yeah. and it's only going to pile up again by continuing the lawyers here. I mean Sydney Powell, she's great. I think she's giving him a yeah. deal here on yeah. this because oh my God. it's totally Holy ridiculous. Co- Sorry, folks. I'm just saying he has a $4.6 million tab. Well, that was before – that was before he pleaded guilty. Oh my God. That's See, why that's you pleaded guilty. That's why you guilty. plead guilty, guys. Yeah. You can't fight the government on your own. Exactly. I mean, it, it's, this is the DOJ. They have unlimited resources pretty much. Exactly. Horrible and, what they've done to him. Oh, I mean, they've totally destroyed Horrible. a great patriot, and it's it's unbelievable. Uh, to, let's talk a little more about the corrupt Obama administration. So, yeah, you know, Obama had the gall uh, a couple days ago to say that you know Trump's not doing a great job with the response, and the oh, coronavirus response yeah, is lacking, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, uncoordinated, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, what well, would have been a lot better from the beginning if he had. Uh, restocked crucial emergency N95 national supplies masks for example barry you left that depleted well the whole ppe stock not yeah. just the masks it was yeah. the gowns the gloves all of it was depleted yeah. and thankfully president trump's not going to repeat that mistake and he announced that he will fully uh, restock the national stockpile yeah. to make sure that we're prepared for any sort of second wave or anything yeah. like that but this crisis has clearly underscored how critical it is to have strong borders and a robust domestic manufacturing. Yes. Um, and we need to bring that shit back from China. Yeah. I mean, China literally let this virus out on the world, and while that was happening— And then they tried to hoard our shit. Well, you know, yeah. they're, they're connecting two and two here. Yeah. Remember how we told the WHO not to announce human-to-human transmission? Mm-hmm. That was the exact 10-day period in which they were stocking up on every oh. single bit of PPE they could get their hand on from around the globe. Jesus. Talk about – I mean that's an act of war. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And I mean I'm totally 
I, I've traditionally been a more hawkish Republican, yeah. but I am ready to fuck them up. <laughs> I am so ready to fuck them up in every way possible. I'm totally good with an extreme trade Storm war. Storm wants to turn Crush Tiananmen them. Square into a glass bowl. <laughs> yeah, crush them. Because what they've tried to do to us here is totally unforgivable. And if we don't do something about China, they're going to overtake us. I mean, we can't compete with, with slave labor. We no, just can't. No. So they have a billion people. They, they really have like 100 million slaves if they really want it, you know? So we can't compete with that. We have to take them down. And we've talked about Biden and China. We're going to talk about this a little more because there's tons there to unwrap. Yeah. But literally, this election is, will you turn the country over to China? Yeah. Because that's what Joe Biden wants to do. Yeah. But speaking of Obama here real quick. So remember, he, he basically bitched about how the administration sucks and blah, blah, blah. This isn't the first time he's talked about the Trump administration, even though usual etiquette is that the predecessor does not criticize the following administration. You know, But that's not a surprise for Obama because he did that with Bush too. Remember, he blamed everything on yeah, Bush yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time, always. Yeah. Um, but Mitch McConnell had a great response to this. He was asked about this. And he basically told Obama to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he said he should, quote, have kept his mouth shut. And he said, we know he doesn't like much this administration's been doing. That's understandable. But I think it's a little bit classless, frankly, to critique an administration that comes after you. You had your shot. You were there for eight years. And he said Obama should have followed the precedent that Bush 41 and 43 set of not critiquing one's successors. Yeah. Remember, W was very gracious. Yeah. Even though Obama was bashing W yeah. literally every day for the first entire first term. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's true. So I think at the end of the day, it's interesting, though. There's like Obama will say that, right? But he'll remain quiet on everything else. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, he hasn't done much for Joe Biden. No. Why is he just sitting back? Is he expecting yeah. them to replace well, I, him? I think deep down he knows and it's been reported that I think he knows that Joe Biden doesn't have the goods to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just here, here we are. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So some other political news here. We had some special elections the other day, um, some primaries and a yeah. special election in California 25, which we talked about, which was yeah. Katie Hill's seat, uh, which was she resigned thanks to the reporting by Jen Van Laar at Red State. We've now flipped the seat to Republicans. It's the first seat Republicans have flipped in California in 22 years since 1998, although it was a Republican seat before Katie Hill was elected in yeah. the blue wave. Yeah. It's official now. She's conceded. And he won by double digits, which is very yeah. impressive. It's the only district a Republican congressman has won in which Hillary Clinton won over 50% of the vote. Look at that. I mean, that is very significant, right? Yeah. And if the shoe was on the other foot in two cases here. Yeah. One, if it was Jen and she was a Democrat who took down a Republican, she would get the Pulitzer. So Jen Van Larver, you know, she yeah. really should be recognized for the reporting she that she did. Excellent did. work. You could check it excellent out over work. on redstate.com. Yeah. But the other way is that here, in these few days, if, if it was a Republican seat that was flipped Democrat, all we'd be hearing about is this is a precursor for the November election. Yeah. But we haven't heard that. No, we have I not. wonder why. Yeah. And it's not just California. I think Mi Michigan had a special election. Yes. Yep. We had— Trump outperformed in Nebraska over yeah. big expectations. I mean, it was a GOP little mini wave, so— Yeah. So now the question becomes, will there be a red wave in November? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, people are pissed off with the Democrats yeah. here yeah. on many fronts because well, of their ineffectiveness yeah. in Congress. But also, they're the ones who are behind these aggressive, strict, yeah. tyrannical lockdowns. And I also—it's funny. I saw a poll saying that Biden is leading— but Trump has the edge in battleground states. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, oh, yeah. the poll results. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Because hold, it's hold, a hold. CNN poll. Yeah. It is CNN, very it's, interesting. It's, just the, it's interesting, and also the headline is hilarious. Well, it's because <laughs> – we can talk about it now. So yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it on politics here. We, yeah. you, they talk about, you know, oh, Biden's got a seven-point lead nationwide. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't fucking matter nationwide. That's not yeah. how we elect the president no. in this country. It's, it's, if, if Trump is leading in the battleground states, that means Trump's winning. Also, I mean, it's just I, – I do. I think Trump is going to – be beaten in the popular vote by about maybe five to seven million. Votes. I don't know about over because, five. Maybe below because, five. Because California is going to pull through with them. Like, I'm trying to Probably, to yeah. But again, California was never in play for Trump. So, <laughs> But in this CNN poll, 51% of registered voters nationwide back Biden, while 46% yeah. say they prefer Trump. But if you flip it to the battlegrounds, which is all the, the only important states, I think yes. it's nine of them. Yes. 52% Trump. Yep. And Trump's leading with independent voters. 
and we're motivated. The Trump base is going to vote. And he also is still leading on the economy. Yeah. 54% say they trust the president to handle the nation's economy, which now flips from maintaining the economy to bringing it back. Bringing it back, which is excellent. Yeah. And no one's excited about Biden, guys. All right, so, I mean, even even if you take the nationwide poll, 7% and, edge, fine, but are they going to show up? And more voters also think that President Trump has the stamina and sharpness to be president over Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Which, that all right, so the enthusiasm Ooh. gap is very interesting here, right? Yeah. Because Biden, they were gambling that he would be slightly more likable than Trump. Yeah. That's not the case. No. They have basically no. the same unfavorable ratings. Perhaps the president has slightly better numbers there. Yeah. The real key to this is enthusiasm. Because we saw it in 2016. Yeah, it is. We saw it in 2016, right? Yeah. The Bernie voters that yes. said, fuck this, I'm not going to vote for Hillary. Yeah. I'm not even going to hold my nose and vote for Hillary. Yeah. And if they did, she'd probably be president oh, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. But the same case could be here, right? Say we're still dealing with this bullshit by November. Which voters are going to risk getting sick to vote for their guy? It's not going to be Biden supporters. No. So yeah. that's one of the only things that I would go risk yeah. my life to do right now is to vote for President and Trump, might have even, even though he's going to lose here in Virginia. Sure. And, and, and you might have an even larger contingent of the never Biden people, the progressive wing, who, 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 who will stay home because of the whole quarantine nonsense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that, – I mean ne, ne, never Biden is a thing. It, it's not as big as never Hillary. But uh, you never know. I don't know. I don't know. Those Bernie people are pissed. This yeah, is the second pissed. time they've been yeah. fucked. That's true. So the second time around might be a little worse. Depends on what states they're in. But uh, right, right, uh, that's but, the real key. But there seems to be a big never Biden presence in Michigan, Wisconsin. So that's in not the Rust Belt states. Well, yeah, look at it, look good. at how he's already talked about getting rid of all their jobs. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. And also, the rebel these people these people are revolutionaries. You know, like 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 I've said. You know, you you're gonna wait and vote for the guy who embodies your viewpoint. You're not gonna. Go for a, a more corporate, mm-hmm. centrist, establishment version of Bernie Sanders, I guess, for lack of a better term, because they're both running for the Democratic nomination. But, you know, you're just going to wait. Not to mention there is a there is a significant headwind on Joe Biden here yeah. from many different places. Yeah. You have the whole China scandal with his son. Yes. The son is a big liability. Yes. Hunter. And Where's that Hunter? Has, that has yet to be neutralized. So that's Where is Hunter? Every time he comes up, I mean – how did he get these billions from China? Yeah. Doesn't make yeah. sense, right? The yeah. Ukrainian energy job yep. doesn't make sense. Then you turn to Biden himself, the sexual assault accusation, yes. the many, many hours of tape that we have of him fondling little girls. Yeah. I mean, that's just fact, Yeah. right? And now, it's there. And now him being possibly neck deep in this Flynn plot. Yep. So yep. this he stinks of D.C. corruption. Yeah. And, and independent voters – are not going to – so here's the thing, right? Well, that Trump, and the fact that he has to be reminded to put pants on every day. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Trump, it's a perfect story. By the way, my mom loves your Biden is dead theory. Hey, um, <laughs> Mrs. P, he's dead. <laughs> he might be That's dead. right. He's dead. But <laughs> here's the thing, right? Independent voters, which by the way in polls Trump is winning, which yeah. is the real key to the entire election. If Trump holds independence, he will win. But – they're the Trump is the known commodity now, right? Yeah. He's the incumbent. They yeah. know what they're getting. Yeah, they may not like his tone. They may not like how brash he is, but they know him, yeah. right? Are they going to really roll the dice and put a very senile old man into office? Yeah, I don't think so. Who has an economic I really don't has an agenda so. uh, that that will n- that will bring economic ruin? I think a lot of these Democrats, a lot of these political operatives in D.C. kind of really underestimate how, how much the American voter is willing to tolerate with on, along those lines if their paychecks get bigger. Yeah, yeah. I mean Bill Clinton is a credibly accused rapist, right? Mm-hmm. And had – was impeached. Why did he leave with 67 percent approval rating after the whole Monica Lewinsky the scandal? It's the, the economy and the fact that the average median household income grew by $7,000 during his administration. Right. I mean that's a ton of money. So yeah, you know what? Trump, I may not like his tweets, but my god, my paychecks got bigger, Storm. My right. 401k went through the roof up mm-hmm. until COVID. But it's this man has an agenda that helps me. So therefore, when right. this is all over – 
I'm going to stick with the same horse. And I think that's going to... Well, Trump himself says it. We've built, we built the greatest American economy yeah. that anybody's ever seen in the world. And yeah. we're going to do it a second time. Yeah. And that's the kind of positivity and cheerleading for America that we need right now. Yeah. Not Biden going out there and saying, well, we shouldn't be closing down our borders because yeah. it's racist. Also, let's not be divisive. And let, let, let's not, let's not uh, piss off China. You know, okay, how rich is that, by the way, that he's talking about divisiveness in this country? Oh, I know. When the Obama administration are the OG divisive people. Yeah. They literally are the originators yes. of this shit. Yes. They came into office in 2009, stoked race relations to an all-time low. Yep. The numbers are there. Yes. And Absolutely. talked about, you know, <clears throat> you, you gun-toting, God-loving, terrible, bitter evil, clingers. hick, redneck clingers. Yeah, yeah. bitter clingers. That's what they called us. Yeah. And they want to talk about demonizing the other side, please. Well, that's the yeah, yeah. That's when the gloves came off. Yeah. They, they, you know, that's something they still fail to realize. Yeah. Is that without Obama, you don't get Trump. Yeah. They, they demonized half the country for eight years. And then the backlash to that was that President Trump got elected because people in this country were tired of hearing about how we need all these foreigners in our country yep. to take all the jobs. We need to bring in people because Americans can't do these things. You know, open borders, global warming, crush the energy sector. It just doesn't make sense. And they they still don't realize what happened in 2016. They don't. It's unbelievable to me, honestly. You would think by now that they would have figured out no, they've, shit. They've doubled down because stupid shit. Because we figured out that people like Romney – don't fucking work. Yeah. And that's why the GOP base selected Trump. Yeah. I mean, that's really we we figured yeah. it out. We lost, <laughs> you know, we we lost in principle, you know, we you know, we lost but we maintained our you know, the principal yeah. loser with McCain and Romney. We could not survive another one of those. No. We needed yeah. to win again. We needed to win. And and to me, they're just trying to do Hillary part 2 here because Joe Biden is really just fucking Hillary with being more senile and perhaps more health trouble. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, a bunch of terrible business dealings and corruption, much <laughs> like Hillary. Yeah. But the the thing that the Bidens are counting on, the liberal media. Yes. That's what they're counting on but here even to then, cover for them. But even then, I, I, that that's a tall order. I mean, Hillary Clinton was, I mean, let's be honest. She, she had all her cognitive functions, you know, going full steam, right? Mm -hmm. She had the most popular Democrat in recent memory out there aggressive trying to get her over the finish line and he couldn't do it oh and the liberal media to fully cover and for the her liberal media and fully, and yeah. she did very few interviews yeah but she did a lot compared to what yeah. joe biden's doing yeah i mean and, how can he hide in his basement and try yeah. to win a presidential and election honestly hillary clinton could could we all know this she could finish an interview yeah, right? yeah. joe biden will not be able to finish an interview without looking like a, a person who's just pissed himself and forgot himself who he was for mm -hmm. a half hour so and I, 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 not, yeah, this is a job I don't think even the liberal media can, could, could handle. Well, not to mention because the liberal media, you know, the Americans' trust in the media is at an all-time low. Oh, yeah. And it's because of what they've done over the past yeah. few years. And even before Trump, we knew it, you know, our side knew it. Yeah. But now independents realize this more than ever, yeah. that what they tried to do to President Trump and their total Trump derangement syndrome, you know, as Britt Hume called it, the worst journalistic fiasco he's ever seen in his 50-year career. Yes. It's a total disaster. Yeah. And all in the span of a few days over the past week, ABC, NBC, CBS all face-planted on bogus anti-Trump stories. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Remember, we talked about the uh, the doctored video of Vice President oh, yeah. Mike Pence. Empty boxes of PPE. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It was a joke. <clears throat> yep. Chuck Todd, the Meet the Press, Attorney General Bill Barr, totally doctored. Scott Pelley, in the span of a few seconds, made a claim on 60 Minutes about Chinese propaganda. We talked about this. Oh. Unfairly smearing Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. And then, of course, not to leave out CNN, this point isn't a lie. It's just an extraordinary lack of self-awareness on the Russia story. They're saying, oh, why is the right-wing media obsessed with the Russia story? Oh, my God. When we have corona going on. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Because yeah. you talked about it 25-7 yep. for three Two years? years. Yeah. Two and a half years. They were creating hours in the yes. day to talk about that shit. And they so, gave platforms to Adam Schiff, who was the starting quarterback for all this and knew there was no evidence of Russian, for, uh, of Russian inclusion for years. Yeah. And still went on there and lied. That's yeah. another person that we need to yank up onto the hill. And they continue to lie for Joe Biden. That's what they're yeah. doing. That's what they're going to try to do from now until November. But let's not forget that Joe Biden loves China more than he loves to rape. 
So you like that headline? I, <laughs> I knew like you that. would. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so there's a good story on Town Hall about just how many times did Biden turn a cold shoulder to China's threats? And we've talked about this. You know, a rising China is a positive development for America and the world. In, in January, he said, you know, China's not going to eat our lunch. Give me a break. But when the virus started... He called the move to close the borders racist. Yep. But then, when he saw the public opinion, 70% fucking hate China for what they've done here. Total 180. <laughs> I mean, he's just like these shitbag politicians that lick their finger and stick it in the air and say, which way is the wind blowing today, honey? Mitt Maybe Romney. I'll just... Yeah. That's the Mitt, Mitt Romney. The Jeff Flakes of the world. Yeah. The John McCain's of the world. We're done with that. We are done with that as a country. And it's time now to put the full attention on just how rich... The Chinese have made Biden's family, and he doesn't care about keeping America safe. He puts China first, even while they try to hurt America. And the Trump campaign put out a great ad on this. Let's take a listen. I'm ready to go. This is a crisis. This is no time for Donald Trump's record of hysterical xenophobia. Biden's son inked a billion-dollar deal with a subsidiary of the Bank of China. Wait, 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 we're getting nervous, man. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. Since the outbreak, the Communist Party has been mobilizing overseas organizations to buy local supplies and send them to China. The growth of China is overwhelmingly in our interest. What a beautiful history we wrote together. Banning all travel will not stop. The president is right. The travel restriction on China is every public health official we've talked to said bought the country That's time. Xenophobia. Xenophobia. I complimented him on dealing with China. I'm not going nuts. <laughs> I'm not going nuts. I love that they're ending every ad now with I'm not going nuts. Because he is. He, and there, and there's several clips in here, which obviously you can't see, but there's several clips of him cheersing with G, yeah. talking about how, yeah. you know, that he can't even say hysterical xenophobia correctly. Did you notice that yeah, too? Yeah, he had to look down at the notes and was like, and was how do I slurring. say this? He was yeah. slurring his words. Yep. It's, it's unbelievable to me, the past that he's getting on this, and nobody wants to ask him about it. Yeah. I mean, look at his record. That's the thing with Joe Biden, right, that they made this fatal flaw in their calculation. They thought that they could just wipe the record away. Yeah. His 40- or 50-year record in D.C., just wipe it away. It's all there. It's all there, and we know it. He's been talking about this for a long time. So, you, you know, and then they also have the— why don't you uh, dispel the stereotype that you're creepy and lame? Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He did an interview with some Snapchat guy because they're trying to get all hip to be, you know, social media friendly here. And let's let's just listen to this clip because it, it really speaks for itself. Study of all of the anti-Biden memes out there on the Internet. And according to them, the top three slogans they're seeing, this is from the left and the right, are Dementia Joe, Sleepy Joe, Creepy Joe. Barack Obama reportedly said last week that his daughters have been showing him anti-Biden TikToks. You can't make us vote for Joe Biden. You can't make us vote for Joe Biden. Basically, there's an entire discourse on the internet right now that's painting you as creepy and old and out of touch and kind of lame. How do you fight back against that? Look, Trump is a master at laying nicknames on people, but the vast majority of the voters out there that have voted, including young people, are not getting all their news from the internet. You notice how he tried to awkwardly laugh it off. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he, he, he said, he said, kids these days just don't go on the internet. <laughs> how do you do, fellow kids? It's, oh my God. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Yeah. And Meanwhile, while all of his excuses for China and how much he loves them is going on, we have cases here where police departments, local police departments, are using Chinese-made drones to enforce lockdown rules. Oh, that's not crazy. They're basically allowing the Chinese to spy on us. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. I mean, come on. And these are the same people that want to talk about $100,000 of Russian Facebook ads swaying a national I know. election? I know. You're letting the Chinese spy on us? And they also want... The Chinese cell provider in the United States to fucking spy on us even more. Yeah. So, you know, the letter which we obtained from the De uh, Department of Homeland Security cites investigations from 2017 about the drones. 2017. Oh, my. I wonder who, uh, you know, was president when those drones were acquired. It's a mystery. In 2016. Mystery huh. wrapped in a riddle. Yeah. <laughs>
We can't allow the Chinese to get into U.S. critical infrastructure. I mean, this is really important. It's something that's not being talked about a lot, but they're trying to infiltrate us using 5G, using the drones. You know the popular app TikTok? Yeah. It's fucking Chinese spyware. Zoom? Yeah, they could hack the Zoom. I mean, they're and, and they're hacking our research. Yeah. They're hacking the our vaccine. coronavirus yeah. vaccine research. I mean, they've been stealing our intellectual property for years and years and years. This is war. It's total war with them. And honestly, I am ready to fuck them up. Again, I will say it again. <laughs> we have to do something. We can't just sit here and take this because we risk letting ourselves be eclipsed as the superpower of the world. Yeah. And if China eclipses us Not good. and they band together with Russia and Iran, we've got a real problem on our hands. Yeah. I mean, they're already they're already banded together. And bringing North Korea to that, too? Nah. Axis of evil. Which, by the way, how bad did they fuck up that Kim Jong-un oh story? Oh, my God. Yeah, and there's no accountability. Katie not Turner the, said the, that he was brain dead and said it was confirmed by two U.S. officials. Right. Who the fuck did she talk to? Who were the U.S. officials? Who? Not to mention, I mean, I'm not upset that he's alive because yeah. his sister is a crazy fucking bitch. Oh, she's and she's psycho. way worse. Total psychopath. That she would be way worse for us just as, yeah. as hopes of peace on our yeah. side. I mean, she would fire the missiles. Yeah, at this point, they have the nukes. We're not going to yeah. be able to stop them. They're yeah. not going to denuclearize. That's so, a pipe dream at this point. Yeah. But we need to keep them in check. Yeah. That's the biggest key. And and Kim Jong Un likes the West. He likes President Trump. Yeah. So I don't see that as a bad thing. I know people were like, "Oh, you shouldn't be rooting for him to survive this." And I'm like, "But do you know the alternative is worse, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that would Real be like politic. You know, that would be like saying." Uh, you know who was the who was the uh, chancellor of Germany before Hitler? I forget the name. Um, but that would be like yeah, saying, yeah. "Let's and, get rid of that guy yeah. so we can bring in Hitler." That's <laughs> yeah, basically exactly. what it is. So, <laughs> I mean, I got big problems with that. Last thing on Biden here before we move on. So, a group of U.S. congressmen has asked President Trump to pardon four former Blackwater contractors who were involved in a shootout in Baghdad's Nisor Square in 2007, right at the height of the insurgency. This group is led by Louis Gohmert, great patriot out of Texas, and the four people that he's asking Trump to pardon, along with other congressmen, GOP congressmen, they're called the Biden Four. Yeah. Now, why are they called the Biden Four, man? Because you wrote about this yeah. on Town Hall. Well, basically, they're, they're four military contractors who were protecting an American diplomat in 07 and then were were attacked. Mm -hmm. They were attacked. There were bullet holes in their vehicle that they were driving in. They uh, There were witnesses that said that, the, that, that, that they were taking fire. Uh, one witness said that one of the shooters was dressed in an Iraqi police uniform. Mm -hmm. Which and is not a normal. No, no. No, it, I mean, it happens in Afghanistan, folks. So yep. Our troops have been ambushed by by those in Afghan police uniforms. Um, anyway, they returned fire. They're all decorated veterans. They know how to kill. They all had served before. Yeah. <laughs> and several Iraqis were killed, okay? 17. Oh, 17. Okay. Which I'm all for. <clears throat> 17. Okay. I mean, but um, here's, the, here's the real key. The New York Times reports mm -hmm. that prosecutors said the shooting was unprovoked but with little forensic evidence and no ballistics linking any gunman to any victim, the case came down to the testimony of witnesses, which many told conflicting stories. Most said that they were rightful in their shooting, right? Yeah. The case was dismissed. Yes. But then yes. what happened next? Oh, uh, that didn't sit well with Hillary Clinton or Vice President Joe Biden at the time. Mm -hmm. And they vowed to um, – On tape. On tape to pres Iraqi President uh, – Jalabani, I believe mm -hmm. that that they would that, that these guys would be uh, tried. So what happened was this whole thing was brought stateside. They were convicted, twelve to fifteen years. One of them was tr uh, was convicted of first degree murder and, had, and and got a life sentence for it. And there's just no way that there could be a proper investigation. First of all, the FBI was on the ground three weeks after the incident, and at, at which the, the the crime scene or not the crime scene. The scene of the attack, mm -hmm. excuse me, was completely polluted. The Iraqi police led the investigation, and they have a whole slew of issues: corruption, sectarian violence, all this, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing credible about this investigation. But Biden traded American civil liberties and and and, and the lives of Americans and their freedom for to cozy up with the Iraqi to government. curry favor with the Iraqis, so, who really their entire government is just a bunch of terrorists yes, anyway. Yes. I mean, they're all in bed with them. It's yeah. obvious they're in bed with Iran. Yeah. So, uh, we are uh, paying close attention to this story, and I think it warrants a lot of attention yeah. because. 
what the what the Obama administration, their corrupt Justice Department, which we know that if they want to get you, they will get you no matter what. What they did to these four decorated military veterans is totally disgusting. And uh, kudos to Representative Gomer for asking President yeah. Trump to pardon the them. Congressional Warriors for Justice Caucus. Right? And he should pardon them. Yeah, it's yeah, a new caucus. Yep. Um, and th the thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people get their panties in a bunch about this stuff, saying, well, if there are no rules on the battlefield, then, you know, we're, nothing, we're no better than the savages. Well, they don't, pay, they don't pay attention to the rules. Yeah. Right? They'll attack our soldiers no matter what. Yeah. And sometimes the things over there are not clear cut. Yeah. Um, you know, there's tons of stories of military men and women over there who were put into terrible situations and they had to respond accordingly. Yeah. And I'm of the thinking that when you're over there, I don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> you're at war for a reason, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't abide by the rules. They'll no. fucking torture us when no. they capture us. So I, that, that whole double standard pisses me off. And I get that we have to be slightly better than them, but just slightly. Just slightly. Yeah, just <laughs> slightly, yeah. So hopefully President Trump will pardon these four guys. And there's a whole list of people like this that are serving in either Leavenworth or other, other jails that shouldn't be there because all they did was go defend their country as they were asked to do. Yeah. They went to the deserts overseas to protect our freedom. And this, and this is how they're repaid. This is how they're repaid. It's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, that kills me. So hopefully yeah. we, can, we can get some movement there on that. Real quick on the WHO before we uh, move into our final few segments here. China, again, putting pressure on the yeah. WHO. <laughs> this time, this time, because multiple countries have backed Taiwan's desire to be in the meeting that includes the United States, Japan, New Zealand, China, and other countries about coronavirus. Remember, the relationship between China and Taiwan is complicated at yeah. best. yeah. Um, Complicated. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Wuhan Tedros, Dr. Tedros, the, the head of the WHO, said, nope, not happening. Ugh. Which, of course, is the way China yes, wants it. Yes. Why should we be shocked about that? Yeah. Something that's been going around the internet here. Before we talk about all the fascist government antics that's going on with the Michigan Hitler, as I like to call her, Dave Portnoy, known as El Presidente of Barstool Sports, who grew that company from nothing into a huge media organization, went on a online internet rant yesterday, and it really summed up, like, my thinking on this entire thing better than I could have put into words. So I just want to listen to that, and then we're going to talk about how we got to this point and how the the liberal leaders around this country, state, local, uh, and federal, are trying to goad us into an endless lockdown, which would destroy the economy forever. So let's listen to that real quick. Okay, Corona rant time. Whenever I do a Corona rant, half the people fucking hate me, half love me. We'll see where this one lands. What the fuck's going on? When did this become flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve to we have to find a cure or everyone's gonna die? Like Fauci, seems like a nice enough dude. I've always been like, oh, no agenda. Looks like he could be maybe the grandfather in Wedding Crashers. Gets in front of the Senate. He's like, we reopen the country too quick, everyone's dead. Where'd that come from? And the LA mayor, we're not open in the city till we find a cure? What? Find a cure? Who says we're gonna find a cure? We haven't found a cure to cancer. It took AIDS 20 years or whatever, do we even have a cure? So the economy just shut down? All we've heard forever, flatten the curve, flatten the curve, make sure this hospital beds, we're there. Now all of a sudden it's like a 180. This is like taking a cross country flight Six hours, they tell you, flight six hours. Five hours and a half go by, they get on the intercom like, oh, just kidding, we have another 10 hours. You can't do that. People have been mentally preparing, we're doing what you ask. We've done exactly what you said. Now you're changing the rules. And some states are open, some close. LA shutting down, New York shutting down, Arizona's opening, Florida's opening. Seems along political lines. What is going on? And what about people-owned businesses and economies and shit like that? You can't stay closed indefinitely. Imagine working for like a year, five years, 10 years, two decades, grinding your fingers to the bone to build the business. Barstool, thank God, will be all right. I'm talking about other businesses. People have jobs who've worked their whole fucking lives off to put food on the table, create a happy living. They're just gonna go out of business. They're gonna wake up whenever this thing ends, whenever uh, the mayors say, oh, you can go back to work. Work to what? Your company's gonna be out of business. The economy's gonna be in the shitter. There's gonna be no jobs. How the fuck are you gonna pay for your, uh, your family? Put food on the table, all that shit. 
Like, what are you doing? You got to give these people a choice. If you told me because of Corona, I lost Barstool. I had to go get a nine to five and start fucking over. I'd rather die at Corona, seriously. Or at least take my chances. I'm not saying everybody would do that. I would. But if I've dedicated 20 years of my life, I don't want to start over. I'll fucking deal with Corona. You can't just make everybody stay inside and basically start over. It's insane. Like, what the fuck do they think is going to happen? At some level, we've done what you've asked us to do. If you're that scared still of Corona, stay inside. The beds are open. It doesn't kill everyone. I get it. It's not a great option. There are no great options. But you can't just decimate the entire economy. How the fuck is that going to work? We're staying inside till there's a cure? When did that become the game? Who said we're getting the cure? That's not a guarantee. So we're just done as humans? Get the hell out of here. There's risk. We're Americans. You have to take risk. If people want to go out, they can go out. If they want to stay in, they stay in. We've done what you've said. You can't just midstream be like, just kidding. Flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Uh-uh, cure. What? When did this happen? When did this happen? And it can't sustain. At least we have a chance if we go out with Corona, like Switzerland and those places that just let it roll. We have no chance if you don't let people go outside. This country is going to be donezo. No one's going to have jobs. No one's going to have businesses. It's going to be done. We're, it's over. Let me roll the dice and play with Corona, or at least give me the choice. That's all we want. Mm. I mean, he's spot on. There's multiple points in there that is exactly what I would make. You have people who have worked, you know, 10, 15, 20 years to build their businesses going to disappear overnight. You're going to tell them yeah. they can't go back to work. And this is <laughs> 70, 70% of the workforce, roughly, cannot work from home. They Correct. have jobs that, yep. does, like, if you're, like, if you're a bartender, you can't work from home. Yep. Cut hair, you can't work from home. Construction workers can't work from home. So so I say Portnoy yeah. 2024. Yeah. That's you know, my you know, He says it himself. He's like, if you had told me I would have to start over and Barstool's gone yeah. and go back out there, I'd rather fucking I'd die, die of corona. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know, we, we have to get back to opening things yeah. up. Because we have flattened curve. Well, the curve it's, is flat. Yeah, it's, it's flat. And it, it's it, time it, to go back to you work. Know, inevitably, there's going to be little spikes here yeah. and there. But look at Georgia, right? Yeah. I was concerned about Georgia. I'll say it. I was wrong. Yeah. Look at their numbers. Look at Florida. I was wrong about Florida. Yeah. I, I was like, DeSantis, we do talk about let's talk about reopening schools. He hasn't done that. But like reopening so, schools, he he has reopened parts of the state, data-driven, and Florida's fine. So open this shit up. I mean, I get that there's certain areas that cannot do it, right? Yeah. I get that. You know, places like New York City itself need a little bit more time. New Jersey. They need a little bit more time. Now, they've they've started the downtrend there, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But they, they need a little bit more time. Yeah. But there's also, like, places here, like Northern Virginia. The virus is not as prevalent here as no. in New York City. No. We shouldn't still be on lockdown here. No, we shouldn't. Like, like and as I said the other day, the hospitalization rate for, for the, the hospitals here case, are empty. They're empty. They're having to lay people yeah. off because nobody's getting it's elective surgery, so the yeah. hospitals are fucking broke. We have about twenty six thousand cases, but under like five thousand hospitalizations, we have plenty of beds. Yeah, it you know? still doesn't make sense to me why I cannot go into a one on one appointment and get my fucking haircut, but people can go down to this crowded ass shithole Walmart that's down the street and just you know go through the whole store, yeah. no problem. I, I don't it, get the double time. standards there. It's time to reopen. And also, you know, like you talk, like you talk about LA, you know, El Prez talked about LA. California is not as badly hit as New York City. No, the not even the, close. And the shutting because, down of the beaches was ridiculous. It's the because of the, the population density. It's because of the population yeah. density. In LA, things are more spread out. They're not as built upward. It's yeah. not as many skyscrapers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as many, you know, LA itself is huge square mileage wise. Yes. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's like what, 25 lot, or 30 yeah, New York like cities? Like you said, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot, a lot of burbs. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of yeah. you know, yeah, I agree. But the fascist government antics here continue. They get worse and worse and worse every single time we come on here to do an episode. The Michigan Hitler, as I'm referring to her now, Gretchen Whitmer, that she is the Karen in chief of the country, to be honest with you. She says that she may just extend her Nazi stay-at-home order because of protests. So it's essentially spite. Yeah. It's essentially spite. That's the point we're getting to now where they'll do things out of spite. She revoked the barber license of a 77-year-old man because he refused to follow the unconstitutional, what I would consider, stay-at-home order. Wisconsin has now been overruled. Oh, yeah, that got the slapped Wisconsin down. The Wisconsin Supreme yeah. Court yeah, said, nope, down. not allowed. Four to so, three. 
An hour after the Wisconsin court overturned that stay-at-home order, which allowed people to open, bars were packed. Which, yeah. not great, but there, that shows that there are people who are willing to go back and go to their normal lives, which could help to form a V-shaped recovery in the economy. Yeah. We can't have a slow recovery, right? So, like, when things reopen, people need to be ordering takeout. Yeah. They need to be doing things to support these businesses so that they can stay alive yeah. and try to rejuvenate because small businesses are the lifeblood of the country. Yes. Yeah. Huge corporations, which are going to be in general fine from this, do provide a lot of jobs in this country. Yeah. But the real economic it's juice and fuel businesses. is small, small businesses. businesses. Yep. Because you can right, you can name like the twenty biggest corporations in America, uh-huh. right? But how many small businesses are there out there that, that employ much much more people? So yeah. in terms of the backbone, forming the backbone. So people so. need to be smart about yeah. it. You know, I listen, I'm I am not in favor of masks whatsoever. And if a place tells me that I have to wear a mask to go into it, probably not gonna go to that. Well how place. can you fucking Okay, whatever. What? Say like if, if place to eat, right? You have to wear a yeah. mask. How how's that going to work? Right, right. You well, got you got to touch your you got to first. You got to violate everything that the CDC has put out there, which mm-hmm. is touching your face to to. Yeah. No. 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 Well, for example, Not yesterday safe. I got an email from the Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City because yeah. I had a reservation there right as this shit was taking off, which got canceled. They're like, "Well, we're back open now for reservations after June first, but oh. but got to wear masks. But now listen to all these restrictions, yeah. right? It's like. At the tables in the casino, you have to wear a mask. You know, you can't uh, You can't get food. You know, drinks are very limited at the tables. You can't smoke at the tables. Like, you could barely touch the touch the chips. There's uh, plexiglass between you and the dealers. Don't know how that's going to fucking so work. So, do you have, like, a – they're going to put robot arms right. to move the chips? Right. I don't get it. I really don't get it. And if we – Those it, poor cocktail you know, all That's those, how they make all their money, too, right, by the way. Right, right. Uh, there I are mean, so many lives that are going to be ruined by this. And if you look at the numbers, right – Yes, I don't like the lottery aspect of this disease, right? That some people who you think would be totally fine get it and get totally destroyed and potentially even die. Yeah. Some people you think would be hit really hard yeah. don't have any problems with yeah. it. I don't like that lottery aspect. But but there comes a point – We still don't know a lot about this disease. There comes a point where it's going to be worse for the country yes. to stay in these lockdown states with all these stupid fucking outrageous procedures yeah. than it is just to get back out there yeah. and incur the losses that we're going to incur. We had another 3 million people uh, file for unemployment today. So yeah. It, it's, it's Not to mention the numbers of people that can't get their cancer treatments, that can't yep. get elective surgeries, yep. that are committing suicide, that are overdosing on drugs. Yes. I mean, there is there's so many it's effects here. It, it's going it, to – I mean how long can civilization in this yeah. country survive a lockdown like yeah. this? Because people are already done. Yeah. People are done. I, I wrote that op-ed about three weeks ago that pissed a lot of people off saying my support for the lockdowns. But uh, it's been three weeks. The, the curve has been flattened. It's time to it's reopen. Done. It's done. It's reopen. done. It's time it's to done. reopen now. So. In New York City, the cops arrested a young mom with a toddler for failure to wear a face mask properly. Yeah. yeah. This is happening as they're letting yeah. fucking violent criminals out of prison. Yeah. You have to ask yourself – what is their actual goal here? Yeah. Right? Is it just submission to the government? Yeah. Overriding the, way, the entire constitution? Folks, a uh, hundred prisoners that they've released from Rikers have been returned. Because yeah. They yeah. Broke the law. <laughs> you see Manafort's out now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now you have this story out of Los Angeles where inmates are deliberately infecting themselves with the virus in an effort to secure their release. They're, uh, they're sharing single bottles. They're rubbing their masks on each other. This is all on video. Keep them fucking locked down. And the lockdown in, in uh, Los Angeles is extended for three months. Three months. Yeah, the whole summer. It's, basically, it's, it's terrible. Three months? They, I mean, you just can't do this. And, la- and lastly on this topic, I am so tired of hearing the we're all in this together lie from fucking government officials. And this is my rant of the day because <laughs> I am so sick of hearing that from them because their paychecks are not getting fucking cut. Their companies are not closing down because they can't operate because some other authority is telling them they can't do it. They're not losing their jobs. Their paychecks are fine, right? Wouldn't you like to see, okay, well, we're going to shut your business down, but we'll take we'll take a pay cut too. Because all I hear about now is we need bailouts because the tax revenues aren't high enough. Well, the tax revenues aren't fucking there because you ordered the business to shut down. So I should be on the hook now for paying some fucking corrupt government officials more in New Jersey or New York because you can't manage a fucking budget? I don't get it. 
I really don't get it. And the more I hear we're all in this together lie, it's total fucking bullshit. Private businesses are being crushed, but of course, the government sector, totally fine. Totally fine. No pay cuts. Those fucking people that work for the federal government here, they're sitting at fucking home, not doing a damn thing, and collecting pay. How does that make sense? Yeah. They're not even... They're, I know people that work for the government that aren't even working from home. They don't have to work from home. They just get paid no matter what. Yeah. Where does that fucking money come from? It comes from the pockets of business owners and individuals around this country working for private enterprise. It's just... It totally is upside down, and it the time has come where... Things need to change. It's time to reopen. And there needs to be a revolt. Yeah. Initially, I wasn't for massive public protests because at the time, the viruses, the virus cases were a lot higher and a lot more prevalent. Yeah. But you know what? Now, let's get fucking out there yeah. and protest and, now, and, and we also have some therapeutics in the pipeline, so. Well, yeah. yeah. But who knows if they'll work. Again, yeah. we can't wait for a fucking cure, no, as Coronoy said. We, we don't know we if there's going to be a cure. We can't. Right? We don't know for sure. It's not a sure bet. Yeah. And it's not a sure bet that a vaccine will work. We're not. It's not a sure bet what the side effects are going to be of that. And it's also not a sure bet that people are actually going to get it. There's yeah. a poll that went out that said 30% of people won't even get the vaccine if it comes out because they don't want to get it. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But again, that's personal choice, right? The yeah. government can't force you to inject stuff in your body. You're crossing a line there constitutionally. That's part of the problem. Now, I can see things with, like, smallpox or, you know, Men things that are well, way more deadly. Men, meningitis. Yeah, meningitis shots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the more and more the numbers come out here, this is looking, you know, not exactly on par with the seasonal flu. But it could be because we don't know how many people have had it, you know? I mean, I don't think it's likely, but it's possible that we had it. Yeah. Right? In January, February, we it's were possible. at CPAC. Yeah. It's possible that there we're was hundreds of people at CPAC that I was had at, it. I was in Las Vegas for SHOT Show. I yeah. was on an airplane. Exactly. I went through multiple airports. Exactly. So you flew, to Florida, our, the, you flew to Florida at the peak of the, at yeah, the outbreak. Yeah, I flew to Florida. So yeah. no one really knows what the fuck is going yeah. on. And just to say that we're going to sit here locked down forever, forever and ever, when these government officials set these dates that we had in mind, and now they say, oh, no, never mind. Who knows how long it's going to be? Yeah. That's what just happened here in Northern yeah. Virginia. We were looking forward. I was looking forward to tomorrow saying, oh, great. I can go get a haircut. Yeah. Finally. Thank God. Because yeah. my hair is out of fucking control. Same here. But no. Nope. Not allowed now. Nope. Meanwhile, you know, you can go down to the Walmart and do whatever the fuck you want. There's hundreds of people in there. The parking lot's packed. There's traffic all over the place out here now. It just doesn't there's, – there's no consistency across the board. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. And if you're not going to do it, then you need to have a damn good reason why. And uh, they don't have those they don't, reasons. Yeah, they, don't, they don't. They don't. They don't have those reasons. So, all right, let's wrap up the show today with a listener email. We got a listener email this morning, and I always strive to be accurate. Yes. So I I want to uh, talk about this for a second because – we have a so we talked we talked in very broad strokes yeah. the other day about Iraq yeah. and WMDs. Oh, from Mr. X. Yeah, Mr. X. Mr. X. I, I he brings up very good points here. So first off, the Russians insisted that Saddam tasked with moving the majority of his chemical weapons to Syria approximately three weeks before we invaded. I have heard that before, and that probably is accurate. So yeah. that's true. Uh, we also found some chemical weapons, which is true, which you know they say were revealed to be pesticides, but. It's not standard practice to store pesticides with artillery shells, especially with hollow tip shells. So, you know, that could have been nerve gas. Another very good point. And when we started to take inventory of the contents, they did find 550 metric tons of yellow cake uranium, which he wasn't supposed to have. So he is correct. Yep. Mr. X is correct Mr. there. X is correct. We didn't find the true big smoking gun that we were looking for, yeah. but we did find some stuff. You know, the well, debate I think, can be had. I, I think Wolfowitz wanted nukes. <laughs> yeah, remember, yeah. Remember, they wanted yeah, nukes. Yeah. They wanted, does this guy have nukes? Which, uh, I mean, you know, you could debate the, the merits of going into Iraq versus not going into yeah. Iraq. I mean, at this point, I'm still, I mean, I don't know. What would the Middle know. East look like with Saddam yeah. still as dictator? It's an interesting, well, it's an interesting idea. Well, Iran would not, 
Iran's reach would have been yes. heavily curtailed. Yes. I think, honestly, in retrospect... But also, Saddam was a terrible person. He was a terrible and person. And he did deserve to go. But he, we should have taken him out the first time, yeah. is what we should have done. Yeah, and we blew that chance. He was there. He he kept Al-Qaeda out of the country, actually. He I did, mean, yeah. He, you know, I mean, he kept things locked down. I mean, horrible yeah. guy, again. But this is the Middle East. You if there's one thing the guy had, it was an iron hold on power. Yeah. Until we rolled in there yeah. and all of his troops yeah, exactly. surrendered. Exactly. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think maybe we probably should have reconcentrate our efforts in Afghanistan, which actually yeah. had yeah. a part in attacking us on 9-11. But listen, Monday morning quarterback, it's all over. The the, the horse has far galloped mm-hmm. away from the barn. Speaking and- of 9-11 real quick, actually, there's a good story on PJ Media yesterday about how the FBI accidentally released the name of a possible co-conspirator oh, God. Uh, that was here in the United States, their ambassador in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So that's interesting Great. too. There should be there should be some retribution for that. Yeah. Also, oh, but but while we're talking about reader emails, we got uh, a shout out to Jorge from New Jersey. Yes, yeah. He's uh, he's like I'm. A, he's, he's he he emailed us. He's like I'm an anomaly. He's Latino, conservative, a soldier, a Second Amendment supporter, and a Trump supporter. So yeah, well, shout out to you, Jorge. Thank you for listening, Jorge. We love you, and uh, we love all of our listeners. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Of course, always feel free to email us. We love hearing from the listeners. Triggered at townhall.com. Follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM, and you can also send us uh, DMs on there. You can follow our personal accounts. Of course, we're on Twitter as well. Give us your five-star ratings and reviews. We love every single one of them. We love all of you listeners, and thank you for sticking with us through this coronavirus. I know you guys love the show. We love doing it for you. So we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered, and I hope you guys have a good weekend of – Maybe getting out. You know, it's supposed to be nice weather, so we'll see. For those of you who are reopening, have fun, enjoy. For those in quarantine, uh, in uh, I'm not gonna say break quarantine. <laughs> That's yeah. a, I can't. Well, you know, uh, get out there and protest yeah. those unconstitutional you, orders by yeah, your liberal yeah, leaders yeah. who yeah. think they're God. You do you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in in the broadest stroke possible. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Yeah.